1: Also, well, my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight.
4: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast. And tonight we are not joined by anyone, it's just me and Mike.
0: Hello, everybody. Yeah, it's just the two of us watching Morpheus.
4: I know you're the one that normally names it, so I didn't want to give that and for some reason. Maybe it's heat exhaustion, but the number escaped me.
0: <laughs> well, it's that sort of day, isn't it? You've got heat wave temperatures and I've just come off back of very muggy damp. Or I managed to get a five-minute break to dash to the green house and water all the tomatoes and cucumbers and dash back. Why not I just stroll through the rain? Well, i waited until it stopped raining. Yeah, but... Why would I want to get wet and then sit in front of a computer with headphones on and slowly stew as my body heat dried my shirt off?
4: Well, I figured you've got a Mac.
0: No, I've got a PC. Oh. Uh, I, I
4: really... I, you see, this is what he does to me. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's more of a... I think my brain is based on silicon rather than carbon. When I get too warm, I get thick. <laughs> I'm a bloody troll.
0: Yep, that's it.
4: Uh, I don't do well above 18. And this week it's been hovering around 30.
0: Who'd have thunk it?
4: Grant me a temperate climate. You know, I'm just not used to a place that has 50 degrees Celsius variation in temperature.
0: So it's a bit extreme, isn't it?
4: I think we hit minus 22 at one point in December, but that weren't that bad. I was out Ingressing around 3 o'clock in probably 28, 29. And I'm just back from another. I don't know if I mentioned to you that they announced an event in Dublin. So do you really think without at least three months notice I could afford to get a flight out? You might get lucky. No. The cheapest I could find was 360. Oh. (laughs) And apparently myself and most of Sweden. Because the thing with Ingress is, aside from actually getting the data, the game itself is pretty much free to play. I mean, you can buy external batteries and various other bits and pieces, but it's something that a broke student can play without really costing themselves much other than time. So possibly as a result of a hail of complaints, they announced a satellite event in Tallinn, which is in Estonia. So when I add in the cost of a room and a six-bed dorm and the return ferry, the total cost of the trip, 66 And that includes bus up, ferry across, hostel, ferry back and bus back.
0: Okay, then, at the time of this recording, Alan had plans to go to Estonia. When this episode is actually released, he's been and come back. And that is a story unto itself. If you follow Alan on Facebook, you can read all about it.
4: Although a cheerful thing, reasons to be cheerful today, aside from the ultra cheap trip to Estonia, I wandered into the shop to buy stuff that I really shouldn't be eating. Because I figure I'm probably sweating off most of the weight I'd put on anyway. <laughs> One of the guys, a customer, said something to me in Finnish and looking at my chest and I'm thinking, because ah, I've got my wanted dead and alive Schrodinger's Cat t-shirt on. Yeah. I said, what? And he goes, oh, nice shirt. This is the really nice guy in the shop. There's a nice guy, two or three nice women, and then there's the spawn of Satan that actually owns it. <laughs> Turns out he's a disco fan. And I thought, that boy, he's such a nice guy. He's a disco fan. I should have known. Must be my experience. It's vanishingly small percentage of people that aren't nice that like this world.
0: Well, it's a sort of mindset that doesn't well kind of excludes people being well. You can't can you? You can't be a, a nasty bastard if you like this It ain't possible. I read that Terry's working on another Tiffany Aching book.
4: Yes, Woo-hoo. lovely. I wonder will this be as Rob influenced as Steam was?
0: No, you weren't totally enamoured with Steam, were you?
4: They were okay. Knowing them both. Well, knowing Rob fairly well on a personal basis and having been reading Terry for years, it seems more like Rob than Terry. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I finished Mass Effect 1. As typos go, something I said to my friend Andrew on Facebook, and I quote, finished Mass Effect 1.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. As typos go, that's pretty bad. My choice of soldier was correct.
0: What well, you started again from... Uh... I
4: started again from scratch. I put 50 hours into it. The first time, I put 40 hours into it the second time. You can't say I didn't get value for what I paid for it. No. 90 hours of playtime. But I've gone into two, and they changed the controls, and they've annoyed me because they've introduced something which never existed in one. What's that? Ammo. You didn't have ammo in one. It looks a lot smoother and a lot cleaner. This looks like they did actually rewrite it and specifically address the chips in the PS3 rather than aiming at the Xbox and just doing a spotty port. Because it's much prettier.
0: Ah, see you tweeted.
4: I think it reads reasonably well.
0: Better than normal.
4: That's because I are trying to squeeze it into specific amounts of text, so I had to read over it a couple of times before I hit tweet. <laughs> so it's actually spell spellcheck. So no, Brad tonight?
0: Nope. Geoff <laughs> to sent me a, a list of episodes that he didn't mind doing. A list? Well, I asked him which ones he fancied. It'd be nice to have somebody for every episode this season. True enough. Misa is going to join us for an episode. Buckley? Yeah.
4: Team Miss, I automatically tend to think Misha. And my friend Naomi's obsession with them.
0: That's reasonable.
4: Misha said it's raining here. Is she in your country? Yes. Oh, huh, good. Do you know which bit, roughly? Not offhand. Huh. I'm just wondering what accent to expect. Ah, uh, actually, fellow on a who to follow. Where are you up to with defiance? Current. I meant to watch it last week, but I got caught up and stuff. I'm nearing the end of season five of Sons, But I checked on IMDb and I saw season seven is listed. I'm thinking, yay,
0: yeah, I've not seen season six yet.
4: Because what I'm thinking is, at the rate right, they're killing people off. I'm kind of thinking, who the fuck are they going to have left for season seven?
3: <laughs>
4: I have to say, the harshest scene I've seen to date in five was where uh, Jax's best mate lets himself get beaten to death in the jail.
0: Hmm, yeah. That's... That's brutal. Well, that times the show is. Oh, and I've watched all of season one of Vikings. No, I ain't seen it yet. It's fun. So
4: what are you watching at present? Continuum Orphan Black?
0: Finished Continuum. I ain't started the second season of Orphan Black yet.
4: It's on iPlayer.
0: I've got every episode, I just haven't watched it yet.
4: It just happens. That I've been watching it on iPlayer because if I, if I can get it by mean legitimate means, then I don't bother downloading it.
0: Who do you?
4: Having seen it Monday of last week, I'm willing to bump Days of Future Past from favourite X-Men to possibly favourite Marvel.
0: It'll be good then. I really enjoyed it.
4: I know you haven't seen it because you don't go to the cinema. And I'm assuming you're not going to watch a screener. No. You're going to wait for a Blu-ray.
0: I've noticed an annoying trend of pre-orders going over the £20 mark.
4: Anyway, my finger hovereth over the spacebar.
5: Ah, I pressed.
4: You could probably hear that, could
0: you? Vaguely.
4: I pressed pause.
5: The Babylon Project was our last best hope for Scott. A self-contained podcast, one hour long, located on the internet. A place of fun and discussion for Babylon 5 fans everywhere. A shining beacon in cyberspace, all alone in the night. It was the dawn of the 20th anniversary of Babylon 5, the year the great war to free Bab 5 came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Babylon Podcasts. The year is 2014. The name of the place is The Babylon Project Podcast.
1: Hi, this is Raul from The Babylon Project Podcast. Jim and I would like to invite you to join us as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of one of the most important sci-fi series of all time, Babylon 5. We'll be making our way through all five seasons with commentary and thoughts and a little bit of fun. Find us at Babylon Project Podcast. wordpress.com Or you can find us on iTunes. Look forward to hearing from you. And remember, no boom today, boom tomorrow. There's
0: always a boom tomorrow. Good evening, everybody, again. We've been watching Morpheus tonight, season 10, episode 2, Gatecast episode 234. As we said, just me and Alan tonight, we've done our little chat about the weather.
4: I miss, right? <laughs> I had to break out the shorts today.
0: Oh dear. (laughs) These are pale legs you're looking at.
4: These are white. (laughs) I mean, seriously, to the extent that you need sunglasses to look at them in direct sunlight.
0: Even the natives are going, wow, that's pale. (laughs) Right. Once again, we're watching the Region 2 PAL version of the DVD. I had to jump a few hoops because I realised I own the American box set for the season got to be because at the time when i wanted it it was much much cheaper to import it from america than buy in britain
4: in finally getting everything wired together i also managed to get the blu-ray on this particular pc the blu-ray on this pc will now output to the television and i've set it to region a because i keep seeing these gold box deals on like region a can't (laughs) buy it region a can't buy it region a can't buy it
0: yeah that'll work (sighs) anyway okay then fingers on the play button Take it away, Alan.
4: Every three, ever doe, Ever Hain, Clicky.
0: Previously, on Stargate
4: SG1. Oh.
0: That's a way to start an episode. <laughs> Uber Starships, babies, one-eyed, bad guys. She
2: will lead us to glorious victory. Daniel. conducting research on some kind of new invention.
0: Arthur's mantle gives us a few hints to what's going on.
2: Arthur and his knights. Nice. Left to quest for the Sangra long ago.
0: Hey, John Noble. They journeyed to three distant lands mentioned in Merlin's prophecy. Right, big clues there, lads, big clues. You there?
4: Yep, sorry. Oh. It was appearing a little box in the screen, right? Than...
0: Looks like Cameron's already in the gate room. Never going to get tired of the Valor in her pigtails. Six more worlds have fallen to the alright. Six worlds. Yes. Busy little beavers, aren't they?
1: They are to resist, but we're overwhelmed within a matter of hours.
0: Hmm. What can you expect, though, Tug? If yeah. you're walking around just wearing robes, where's your armor? The enemy is led by a young woman of extraordinary powers. Ah, pretty good looking as well.
4: Tia, 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 Always so less and subtle. Wasn't I replicated destroying gun?
0: That is well spotted.
4: Rolled across the front of the
1: screens in all probability the ancient device in Antarctica has given them pause at least until the rest of their
6: battle fleet gets here I got it
0: I got it no running in the hallways young man <laughs> report to my office at once
2: Veer
3: and you say I'm hard to understand
0: what sort? <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's a nasty I wondered did Sam had lived there.
0: I got the gate address okay <laughs> day trip everybody day trip Well, that was rather quick. Weren't it? Yeah, it was. Okay then, Morpheus, Season 10, Episode 2 of Stargate SG-1. It's the Gatecast, Episode 234. This episode was directed by Andy Makita and written by Joseph Malozzi and Paul Mully. Got its world premiere in America, July the 21st, 2006. We got it October the 25th, Canadians November the 9th, in 2007, the Germans got it August the 1st, and the Swedes November the 2nd, and the Japanese got it October the 21st, 2008. Oh. Surprisingly, there were no TV shows with episodes of the same name, yeah. but there is a video game called Morpheus. There's a German movie in production, and a short movie about 1970s disco, made in 2001. Hmm. Yeah, weird, that. But then again, they did say disco would never die. But I am surprised there aren't a few more episodes with titles of the same name.
4: You timed that almost perfectly.
0: Yeah, but somehow when they edit it, it <laughs> doesn't seem to work out right.
2: Castiana, Sahal and Began Bray. Three possible destinations for Arthur and his knights...
0: And their... Oh, the briefing room scene. The baying of every director.
2: <laughs> ah, Robert. Fortunately, what we didn't get were any corresponding gate addresses and the process of going through that library page by page looking for clues could have potentially taken
0: years. Why has Ballard got all the books? Is she... Mm. is uh, Girl Friday or something? Sir Gawain. She is? Yeah. Where's anyone of the knights who says knee? Unofficial PA. Knights
4: <laughs> who no, say knee. I never know. i never spotted that before.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the legend says that Sir Gawain, a.k.a. Guacame, visited several lands for the course of this adventure, including a place called Gulad Ganbrenhinogwir, which is Welsh for the land of royal truth.
0: I'm going to say, that did sound a bit Celtic. Uh, well, yeah, it sounded a bit Welsh. <laughs> <Megan Bryan. laughs> Give him a medal. Give him a medal.
2: Uh it doesn't, but it did give me something very specific to look for in Merlin's library, namely
0: references to Gwen. You've gotta be amazed at Shangsty actually this whole monologue of just going for it.
4: Mm. Yeah, but it had a lot of jumps, so I'm assuming it was chopped up a bit.
0: It might have done, but if it was, it was edited well so you didn't notice. A gate dress, Megan Bray we won't until we check
7: it out well done doctor colonel carter what's the status of the ori supergate
3: any attempts we've made to dial out to the ori galaxy have failed it looks like they're blocking us from their end
1: there is a mother ship in the area that will alert us to the arrival of any other ships more ships we can hardly
7: deal with the ones that are already
1: here you have a go find that weapon
7: yes sir will do i was talking to sg1 you're not going anywhere
4: i got to say, Bridge just sounded a bit exhausted. <laughs> when, he, when he replied, he was like, oh, God, he's finally shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was probably holding his breath, ready to jump right in. And he... Aww. You've been a bad girl.
4: Held the books and everything. I was a good girl. Your Is this Michael coming to plead for Valor? Yep.
0: <laughs> Do you really want to leave her behind?
2: <laughs> they asked me that. Yes, sir, and I'm hoping that impresses on you just how strongly I feel about this.
0: The commentary for this episode was Joseph Malozzi, Andy Makita. Joseph said he wrote this episode, along with two others, over a two-week period during his Christmas holidays. Mm. He was very pleased with how it came out. He said the funny bits were funny, the creepy bits were creepy, and praised Andy Makita for his direction. But then again, you would if you're sitting right next to him (laughs) doing the commentary. I
4: have to say, those subtitles are very different from the subtitles you've had for the previous six seasons.
2: Uh, You see, ten years ago, General Hammond sat in that very chair, and he was faced with a a similar decision. As former First Prime to Apophis, Tilk had committed some terrible crimes.
7: As the former First Prime to Apophis, Tilk provided valuable insight to the enemy's resources and tactics. And as the mother to the leader of the Ori army, Vala
2: may hold the key to stopping them.
0: That's a good point, Daniel.
7: And the Pentagon agrees to let her join you on off-world missions, then I'd be the one ultimately held accountable for her actions.
0: (laughs) You don't really want to put yourself in that position, do you?
4: No.
7: So I'd be counting on you to keep her in line.
2: Yes, sir.
4: Because that's worked so well in the past.
0: Yeah. Why is it so dark?
4: I don't know. Maybe Andy's been watching CSI.
0: (laughs) Could be. He's up to something.
8: So, can I go on the mission? (laughs)
0: <laughs> please, 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 let me. You know, look at her. Yeah. She's got green cover oars on, but she still looks stunning. Yeah. And do like the pigtails as well. Psychological state, uh, get a sense of their mental well being.
8: Oh, to find out if I'm. Wonko.
4: She's, uh. I wonder if that Dr. adams reference. Wonko? Yeah. Character in Salon so and Thanks for All the Fish. Wonko the same.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Hey, you never know.
4: My knowledge of Douglas Adams is encyclopedic. So, so i use your
8: computer while you're away
2: on this mission. Uh, you know, I have if you there's a lot of sensitive material in there. Great, right. uh, I'll be careful. Uh, time to go. Uh, like I said no, and you can't access it without my password. Already
4: got it, thanks. I... Ah. Well, <laughs> she, she was like an eager puppy dog there, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, pick me... Uh, well, to be honest with you, it was more like donkey. You know, pick me, pick me, pick me. <laughs>
0: Ooh.
4: Ooh. Ah. Reminds me of the Atlantis set on the, where they went to the planet and they blew up Columene.
0: Well, it reminded me of the episode Whispers, then it dawned on me that Whispers came about a year later. Oh. <laughs> no! You look at this, considering this is the standard village set redressed, it looked incredible. You've got the studio wall, you know, feet from them, that's why they, they ran this at dark, pumped in extra fog, or to hide the fact that it wasn't.
4: I'm promoting Teok to Major, obviously
0: general
8: what brings you by
7: just thought I'd see how you were getting along what are you doing
8: just a little research for my upcoming mental appraisal
7: you can't cram for a psychiatric evaluation that's what they want you to think
0: (laughs) playing all the angles
7: my mind against theirs
8: they'll Try and confuse me with their trick questions, but I already have the correct answers.
0: Oh, if only with that. <laughs> only that easy, we psychologists.
8: What do you consider your biggest flaw?
7: No, they won't ask that question.
8: My answer will be that I feel I am too much of a perfectionist.
4: you has <laughs> <laughs> got a really wide mouth. You're supposed to her through that. <laughs> no
0: problem, which is smiling.
8: Question two: You are. In the desert, you see a tortoise lying on his back in the hot sun. You recognise his plight, but do nothing to help.
4: The flagrant played on a reference.
8: She's did on a void contest.
0: Yeah, but her answer was uh, Claudia Adlibin.
8: You are also a tortoise.
4: It's <laughs> a very clever answer. <laughs>
0: Isn't it, really?
4: Oh, grail shape.
0: They're making a habit of going into dark cobweb rooms just recently. I know the season's got, got a medieval theme, but come on.
2: Guys, you should, uh,
0: take a look at this. Oh, they're really into jugs.
4: Oh. Oh. Overslept. Oh dear.
6: I thought I like to sleep in.
4: You knew that line was coming though. I'm assuming the ADR they added. creaking
0: i'd imagine so probably a lot of work to get it to creak Mm. on cue
6: dr reimer
5: colonel carter colonel mitchell i understand you've got a bit of a medical mystery on your hands
6: What we have here is a village full of skeletons
3: we found a few lying on the ground but most seem to have died in their beds i think we can rule out violence
6: anything left besides bones sorry doc whatever happened here happened a long time ago
0: I said the Makita director praised Peter West, the DP, and James Robbins, the production designer, for the work they did on the village. All the trees there, they were put in specially for this episode.
9: Hmm.
0: He said when this episode was originally written, it was supposed to be more of a crossover with Atlantis. Sam was going to be the commander of the Odyssey, and this was going to take place on a space station You know that they found midway between galaxies.
2: Uh, in Arthurian myth, Morgan was a powerful sorceress. King Arthur's half-sister and an adversary
1: of Merlin. That would suggest you may have had a hand in the disappearance of the weapon we seek. Mysteriously abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> if only we
0: meet her. <laughs> yeah.
1: The one who foresaw the dangers presented to her and her kind by a weapon capable of destroying Sinned beings. So she took the weapon from Merlin and went into hiding. On three possible worlds.
0: This being one. We've got to find that cave.
4: Yeah, because it won't be able be trapped at all.
0: Yeah. There's always a cave. We've got a standing set, so we're mm-hmm. going to use it.
6: Is that somewhere else you need to be? Yeah,
3: I want home in bed.
0: Oh, look at that. Patrick Gilmore playing Bernie Ackerman. Played Dr Del Volker in Stargate Universe. Also had a role in Atlantis. Fringe, motive, continuum, mm. and the killing. What is it? Birds. Exactly. No raccoons either. No badgers. Mm. No That's squirrels. Exactly.
4: No badgers, no mushrooms.
1: I first noticed in the village, now here in the forest as well, an unusual stillness. There are no birds, or any other animal life for that matter.
0: Right. So what happened to them?
4: That's not a good thing.
0: <laughs> no hippies.
4: Plenty of trees, dog. Who's this?
0: This is Dr. Hutchinson, played by Ben Ratner.
4: I saw the name pop up.
0: Yeah, he was a producer on the episode Wormhole Extreme. <laughs> He's also been in Continuum, Helen Wheels, Air, Eureka, Kingdom Hospital, and he's married to Jennifer Spence, who played Dr Lisa Park on Stargate Universe, and Betty on Continuum.
8: Hmm. I mean, you'd assume I'd be a prime candidate for acculturation difficulty, enduring feelings of displacement and alienation.
0: <laughs> You've got to admire she does prep for an interview. Yeah.
8: But the truth is, I was able to adopt... An abstract attitude, which allowed me to release some of my repressed feelings, ultimately providing me with a cathartic actualization.
0: Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's it. So Simple and straightforward.
4: Don't try and overcomplicate the answer.
0: Well, there's a bloke sleeping on the floor. Gam. you know. He's probably under your command. He probably shouldn't be resting.
2: Maybe it's the wrong cavern. We should continue searching the area.
3: It's getting dark out there. I mean, we should head back to the village. He's not rest. Ackerman.
4: Thing.
6: Yo, Ackerman. Wake up. What happened? We're done. <laughs>
4: Nothing. I assumed he was dead.
6: Sorry, Jackson.
0: Those are actually some very nice lighting effects for that cave. Plenty of detail, yet still dark. I'm looking at you, CW. Please like your shows better. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, nice, Scott. <laughs> yes.
9: I'm going to show you a series of images, and I just want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind.
4: Ah, it's never a good idea with Vala.
8: <laughs> Courage.
0: That's not the first thing. <laughs> I don't believe it.
4: Doesn't <laughs> like the fact that he's making notes. Hmm.
0: Respect.
6: You
9: look at this ink blot, and the first thing that pops into your head is respect.
3: Yes.
0: Respect. <laughs> Why doubt it? She might be being honest. She's an alien after all. Her psyche operates on different levels.
9: I just want to get to know you better. I'm not past judgment on you. I want to help, but to do that, I'm going to need you to be completely honest and spontaneous with your answers. Do you understand? Of course. I'm sorry.:
0: And he said these pair doing rehearsals were a riot. Not playing
4: a big mug. I know he's not a huge guy, but it's still a big move. <laughs> Is it really done to make him seem smaller?
2: Maybe.
6: Figured we'd do the same.
2: This can't be a dead end. There has to be something here.
6: Take it up at Landry. You can come back tomorrow knock yourself out. Strain your eyes all you want.
2: You're right. I could probably get a fresh start in the morning.
0: Now, do you think they brought those lanterns with them, or they haven't gated through after the fact when they realised how dark the place was? Mm-hmm. No candle makers in this village. Should always be candle makers.
9: Is that not a
4: candle? Beside the lantern.
0: Well, if there was, you'd think they'd light it, wouldn't you?
4: It looked like a candle. Bernie!
0: (laughs) He's asleep again. That's never, never good. Anybody seen any horror movies recently?
6: Ackerman. Let's go.
0: Wake up, dude. Wake up. You're on report.
6: Yo, Ackerman. Wake up, come on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm an actor. If I'm going to fall mm-hmm. off this chair, I want a backpack to fall on.
3: Mm.
0: It's almost very Snow White, isn't it? Not Snow White, which is the one with the, the spinning wheel. I
3: guess this is that. Dr. Reimer says he won't know more until he's completed all the blood work.
0: Do you recognise him? He looks vaguely familiar. Robin Mosley, Canadian actor. He played Malachi in Window of Opportunity. He was he was a scientist that was causing the time repeating. Canadian actor, he's been in Sanctuary, Reaper, Site, 4400, X-Files, and the movie Elf.
5: Contact Stargate Command and have them send out the necessary equipment. Oh, I'm sorry, is that not something you'd be better off doing back at the base? Ideally, yes. But unfortunately, and just like Ackerman here, all of our blood work shows an elevated white cell count and a marked increase in serotonin levels. Whatever it is, we've all been
0: infected. Ah, Nightmare Elm Street mode. He, he looked a bit rough already. Mm. (laughs) You really want a good night's sleep before you go go on a mission, because you never know. If we fall asleep, we may never wake up. Bloody hell, you're right. It is Nightmare on Elm Street.
7: We're sending the medical supplies through now, Colonel.
6: Roger that, sir.
0: You look at this scene. it's almost as if they boosted the colour just to make it look very, very different. Mm. All the red seem redder. somehow.
7: Understood.
4: Or it could be just the American print.
0: No, this, this is a PAL copy. Mm. I own the American DVD. I've got PAL copy.
6: <laughs> I'm with. Compliments of Dr. Lamb.
0: Yes, and Dr. Lamb gets mentioned an awful lot in this episode, but we never actually see Lexa.
6: Mm. Moto, what you call it? Uh, caffeine pills and good old-fashioned coffee.
0: <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> hey. Mm. <laughs> Steady, boy. How that, Grimsby? How long have you been awake for? I don't
6: know, what? Twenty-four hours? Yeah,
0: talk to me when you get to 40. Mm. That's insubordination, I'm sure of it. Even making allowances. Grimsby was played by Toby Burner. Yeah, look, Jeremiah <laughs> Smallville. Human target and psych. I
1: thought it was only me. I too, I'm more fatigued than I would have expected.
3: It has to be the infection. It doesn't just keep you from waking up, it, it makes you want to sleep in the first place.
0: Hmm. That almost sounds as if there's an intelligence behind it. Yes. No stimulants for Tilk. Cheers. Reimer. <laughs> Nearly went.
5: What you got? Since we started monitoring him, Ackerman has been in stage four level, what they call delta sleep or slow wave sleep.
3: We also noted that his brain is producing a surprising amount of melatonin.
0: Hmm. As they pointed out in the commentary, you know, the episode doesn't really stand up to scientific analysis.
4: No, melatonin isn't
0: proven. Yeah, just go along with it. It makes him sleepy and then kills him.
2: Jackson,
6: what did you find in the town records?
2: Uh, uh, a handwritten entry from the village doctor in which he mentions a sleeping sickness that affected the town. Now, he doesn't go into any great detail, but it does make mention of a possible source for what was happening. Morgan Le Fay.
0: It is fortunate. Everybody has a diary or leaves notes. Yep. Where would Daniel be if nobody did that?
2: So did Arthur her here? Probably not. If the villagers believe she cursed them, then it's more than likely
0: she escaped. Yeah, the question is, if she's a kind of compatriot of uh, Merlin and the Oak, why would she curse about humans?
7: Mm.
8: Just wondering if they've reached a decision on
7: my mental well-being yet. Dr Hutchison isn't finished with you yet. You're to meet with him again later
0: today. Love the way she's swinging the door. A little bit of kid inside of her.
8: If I may speak candidly, General.
0: Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Stop polishing me desk. Troubled.
8: In fact, I think he may be suffering from... Kleinvelter's Syndrome, though you didn't hear it from me.
7: The only thing Dr. Hutchison is suffering from is the headache you gave him. I suggest you stop playing games and start taking this evaluation very seriously. I thought I was. Let's call that delusional
0: memory. Uh, a little bit of knowledge goes a long way with
4: Valor. <laughs> a considerable charms don't work on Landry.
0: <laughs> no. Well, he raised a daughter, you mm. know. <laughs>
6: You know, it was Jackson's idea to come back here and check this cave out again. I can't help noticing he's the only one who didn't make the trip.
1: Well, Jackson made it clear that his time would be better spent continuing his research of the town records.
0: Clever, Daniel. Well, he was the mm. first one to fall asleep, and this is where he was. It is reasonable.
3: Take some soil samples. Why? Just in case this is where Ackerman picked up the infection.
0: I think that's a pretty good bet to take, Sam. Well, I guess that's one piece of luggage that never gets lost sg five seven eight three nine. Okay.
3: Hmm.
0: You normally don't get this dolled up for a, an interview.
2: Hello. Hello. May I have a moment of your time?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Aha, Mr. Woolsey. Somehow, you can't really call him Dick. He's earned that much, at least.
2: My name is Richard Woolsey. I work for the International Oversight Advisory. A civilian-run organisation made up of representatives from the various nations involved in the Stargate programme.
0: Ooh. He's up to something. Mm.
2: Why don't I tell you what we can do for you?
4: That sounded like they caught the word committee there.
0: Well, there's no C in the mm. IOA, is there?
2: hmm Effectively putting any doubts Stargate Command may have about you to rest.
8: And what would you want in return?
2: Just a little... Insight into the weekly
0: goings on here at Stargate Command. <laughs> oh, phew, I thought you were going to ask for something else then. <laughs> it was an absolute boon to get uh, Robert on this show.
9: Mm-hmm.
4: I see that new show that uh, Bill Mummy is in will have Robert and Myra Forlan Space Command.
0: Oh, yeah, I've uh, contributed to the Kickstarter for that.
4: I would have if I really, really could have. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you're not careful, we can get caught up in the kickstarters. So many out there that are worthy.
2: I've read your file, Miss Maldoran. I don't think what we're asking is that unusual for someone with such
0: a colourful history. <laughs> colourful history, nice.
4: That sounds like a Vale threat. Vale really doesn't react well to those kind of things.
0: Well, he can't do anything to her, he's just kind of pointing out the fact that she's not totally trustworthy, she's not totally honest, she's been known to lie.
4: Not totally trustworthy? The first time she met Daniel, she beat him up, had sex with him and stole the ship.
0: Well, that sounds like a pretty good first date to me.
4: Not totally trustworthy as at all.
0: oh. Clever Carter.
4: Of course, <laughs> clever Carter. You have to point out, bright as Daniel is, it's in a very narrow field.
3: Daniel was right after all.
6: Yes, he was. We should check this out.
1: Would it not be prudent for one of us to return these samples to Dr. Reimer as quickly as possible?
6: Now he's right. We're on the clock and we have no idea how deep this hole is.
0: Tilt the logical one. <laughs> it goes right to the bottom.
3: Stay in radio contact.
0: At least as long as you can. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say this tape could go on for a while. It's bloody good radio.
4: Depends on the silicates. They look like supports. Oh, um, yeah,
0: it's a, it's a secret room, isn't it? So it's kind of...
8: Do you really think these will hold me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can escape these any time I want.
9: It's also known as a lie detector. It measures certain variables, like blood pressure and heart rate, to determine whether you're being truthful or not.
0: They were fortunate to get an analogue lie detector. Yeah. They wanted one like this so they could get the visual response rather than have it on their screen.
9: What's your name?
0: It came from the Vancouver Police Department, along with the operator, who they said didn't really have that much of a sense of humour.
9: Mm-hmm. Have you ever stolen anything? No.
0: <laughs>
8: yeah. That depends on how you define stolen.
0: Mm-hmm. I borrowed, I picked up things that were left just lying there.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just got a on.
9: Better relax. You're looking very nice today. Oh.
8: Thank you. You're looking rather dashing yourself. Oh thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean nice.
0: Oh, this is going from bad to worst.
8: I I I, I mean not objectionable.
0: <laughs> stop, stop it, woman, stop it. <laughs> done with it just make a smoothie out of them
5: well come take a look at this this was in that soil sample you brought back from the cave
3: what is it
0: now this bug is actually a proper prop not a CGI effect
5: no uh, it's dormant Ackerman may have somehow awakened one
3: well how it doesn't seem to respond to movement
5: excuse me Let's see what happens. Yeah. yeah. When they come in contact with live
0: tissue. <laughs> Ooh, Guys, believe me, ignorance could be bliss. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Tw- swimming around your system. How do you feel now?
5: Aliens? That's your culprit right there.
3: Well, these people would have had no understanding of microbiology. Well, they probably came up with the story of Morgan's curse because they couldn't comprehend what was happening to them. Hey.
0: <laughs> Mobile. <book. laughs>
3: Where's Grimsby?
0: Poor Grimsby.
2: He said he was on his way back. He isn't here.
0: Come on, we know he's dead. Somebody's gotta die. It's his turn. You want one of them little devices you can wear around your head that detects the tilt? A little alarm.
4: Oh, for drivers.
0: Yeah. Or rest. <laughs> Probably not a good idea to sit down and close your eyes for five minutes.
6: No. That's a bad idea. And I'm starting to regret staying up late to watch a dude's Bigelow European. Bigelow last night. Check that, I regretted it
0: almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won that badder film. <laughs> Rob Snyder is yeah, always a laugh.
4: Yeah, well, well, with all due respect, your definition of a bad movie may not comply with that of the majority. <laughs>
0: By the time we release this, I will have watch watch NATO 2.
4: Is Will in that one?
0: Willow. Wheaton. Will who?
4: Wheaton. I thought you said Willow.
0: No. And yes, he is. Sam! Behind you, Daniel. Another one sleeping on the job. You just can't get good help these days, can you?
2: Well, we found Grimsby. He's asleep and we can't
3: wake him.
0: You might say that.
3: <laughs> Dr. Reimer?
0: Blimey, he looks like the walking dead Brains
3: What's wrong, has his condition changed?
0: Well, you could say that Come on, straight answer to a straight question He's dead Yep, that's a definite change in his condition
4: I'm gonna say, I like the bags they've got under Reiner's eyes
0: Well, he looked pretty bad right from the word go I see
5: evidence of a ruptured aneurysm near the pineal gland
3: There's something else in here.
0: I like the power saw. Huh? The power saw. Oh, this is not pretty. Oh, dear. That's rather big.
3: Morphology is identical to the parasite we found in the soil
5: sample. Only it's grown a thousand times bigger.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's not just exactly uh, swimming through your bloodstream, is it? That's taking up residence.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm assuming things didn't go well. (laughs) What are you doing in my room? (laughs) This is where Claudia really shows what she can do when Valor's got to be vulnerable.
8: I failed to see the point of that ridiculous exercise. Unless its purpose was to thoroughly humiliate me. Those questions weren't intended to shed light on my character or delve deeply into my
0: subconscious. I think it's much easier to do the very open, very expressive valour when you see this side of her. Indeed. I don't belong here. Then I take it you've carefully considered our offer and come to a decision. I have. Joseph, talking about Robert, came to visit. He makes a mean spinach pizza and his wife makes a fantastic rum cake.
4: Uh, Not something I'll ever eat.
0: They said, him and Richard Dean Anderson get on fantastically.
4: Ah, it's a lizard.
0: That's a CGI lizard.
4: Oh, yes, obviously.
0: By Image Engine. They actually considered getting a lizard, but when they looked into it, they, how complicated that would have been.
6: OK. Question. If what took out the village is what killed all the wildlife around here, how come that little sucker's alive and kicking...
1: You may possess a natural immunity to this mysterious affliction.
6: Yes, exactly my point. So all we gotta do is catch Joe Bob there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Job hmm.
6: Reimer. Whatever. They reverse engineer an antidote, and Bob's your uncle. We sleep till Tuesday. Indeed. Yeah. Carter, it's Mitchell.
4: You know, I think now I don't know if it's a conscious thing, but the attitude, the approach of Mitchell is reminding me quite a lot of Shepard. Especially the tendency to apply jokey names to things.
0: Yeah, maybe they thought that was the way to go.
4: I'm assuming we make it back up to the surface.
0: It's probably fortunate there's only really one big cave tunnel because it seems to be getting deeper and deeper. You wonder mm-hmm. why the ancient actually built it like that or exploited the tunnel that was already there. It seems a long way to go for a secret passage. Progress. <laughs> He's going through them yeah. tablets, isn't he? Good God.
4: <laughs> Dextrophetamine? I mean, seriously.
0: <laughs> oh, it took the edge off.
3: Then <laughs> it makes its way to the patient's brain, where it lodges and feeds.
0: It feeds. Okay, I've just got to increase this green font size. <laughs>
5: On what? Melatonin.
0: <laughs> Daniel, quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should send some fans at air conditioning units as well, mm. you know, get the temperature down a bit as well Which
3: floods the body. That's why the urge to sleep is so powerful. And once you give in, the parasite just keeps on feeding until.
0: Duh, Daniel. Things is affecting his brain. Okay, Daniel. Look gormless, Michael. Look gormless. That's it. That's it.
3: (laughs) But. We're thinking that it may be possible to starve out the parasite. So, to that end, we have isolated a specimen that we awakened from a dormant state.
0: Doctor
4: Rymer, the means music caused a heart attack.
0: Or oh, maybe the bug is chewing on his valve. Hits his heart. Okay, this is where the paddles go through his chest and the monster bursts out his stomach. Yep. <laughs> One of them bugs, but about a foot across. Come on, we want a chest burster to make the episode a bit more interesting. Sam. He's dead. <laughs> Stop it, Sam. The actor can't do that again. Hmm.
4: AEDs weren't invented at that point, then? I'd have thought they'd have been around. What are they? I don't like electronic defibrillators.
9: <laughs> Sorry. Ah, Vala. Oh, not you again. Uh, you know, you to have another scheduled appointment. What would be the point of that?
8: You people have already made up your minds about me.
9: Is that what you think?
8: It's not like I haven't encountered this sort of thing before. You know, I saw it every day in the eyes of the people who couldn't separate me from the gold who enslaved them. So, you know, instead of becoming a victim of their arrogance and stupidity, I chose to take advantage of it. So I lied, I cheated, and I stole. I'm not going to apologise for it. And, to be perfectly honest with you, I can't guarantee that I won't do it again, Right?
0: <laughs> See, he, he's waited for two days just for you to actually express yourself honestly. Yeah. That's all they wanted.
8: Maybe it's just a phase. Hold it, please. Or maybe it's because for the first time I've actually met someone who in some small way actually believes in me. But I'm sure you're right. Sure it will pass. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go for it, Valor. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> but he's got to ride up the elevator here uh... now.
4: I don't care what mood she's in. I quite happily spend two hours in the elevator with her. <laughs> and I'm not that keen on very small spaces.
3: With our serotonin and melatonin levels spiking, it's too dangerous. We're gonna to have to rely on each other, alright?
0: Okay. Send some Red Bull. If this was made now, there would be Red Bull on that table.
4: Red Bull was around at that point.
0: Yeah, but they didn't do much product placement back then. <laughs> Here you go, Joe Bob. It is a rather good lizard. It is. Yeah.
4: The movement is just a bit too smooth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's thinking dinner. <laughs> and it's also thinking, "Mom, Dad, <laughs> look what I found."
6: I'm not gonna hurt you.
0: <laughs> and Cameron's in the dirt again. I've oh, that's it, tilt. It suddenly looks a lot bigger than it yeah. <laughs> before. <clears throat> that's it. Rub facing it. Now, Christopher is actually holding uh, a mechanical little lizard that they bought from the Sharper Image catalog. Tweaked it a bit, and got the tail to stick out the bag.
6: I'm just gonna stay here all cooked. And I will kill you if I must. Forget it! Oh! If oh. you you're or not, he's gonna catch up with you at some point. The important thing for you is to take Kermit back to Carter and.
3: <laughs>
6: <sighs> What's his name? Get them started
0: on the cure. Indeed. I will return for you, Carl <laughs> Comfortable. <laughs> well, it beats the mud last time.
6: Yeah, right here.
0: Uh, waiting on you. Get up, man.
4: Problem <laughs> the Joe Bob. Tilt's got it. Yeah, no, I mean, he got all the camera there.
0: Well, what the hell?
4: Interesting. The subtitle got it wrong there.
0: Oh, there goes Sam. You have to. You're to hang in there just a little while
2: longer.
0: Daniel's down. I repeat, Daniel is down.
2: <laughs> in here.
0: Oh, this. Oh, yeah, oh we'll who's he? The med deck, played by Chris Bradford.
2: Tilke Mitchell went to the caves. What caves?
0: See, this is what happens when you don't leave notes for us to read.
2: Mm-hmm. Get them in the isolation pod.
0: <laughs> You're okay.
3: <laughs> no, wait, wait.
0: We know what we're doing. Oh no, you don't. Mm-mm. <laughs>
2: No, wait. We can't go to sleep. It's okay. We'll take care of you.
3: No, you don't understand. Parasite. It feeds her.
0: Two hours later. She was alive when I put her in the containment unit. She was talking. Something about parasite. Didn't understand what you're on about. Thought you were crazy. Now, I wonder how many times they had to change camera position to make these caves look different. Or add a stalagmite or stalactite or two. Indeed. one time where, you know, a more manoeuvrable camera would probably help. It always give you a different angle. Now, wouldn't you feel a prat if he dropped the lizard? I suddenly have a Lord of the Rings vibe. And I don't know why. Precious. A bit oxy slow-mo.
4: Mm hmm. the episode was running short.
0: And well, they pointed out that as the series went on, the, uh, the scripts got bigger and bigger to counter the effect that more often than not they did run short, averaging up to about 50 pages for an episode. Atlantis runs to about 55, but that's mainly because of David's very, very hyper fast reading of his scripts. <laughs> Even Daniel can't really match him.
4: Yeah, turn the torch off now, it's daylight.
0: Yeah, dawn. Nice little effect. They're right though, they can never mimic proper daylight. Look, I'm sure that lizard's getting bigger. Mm. (laughs) I've got to admit, that is a very good looking studio set. I really do like the moss on the wood, the branches. Really adds that little extra touch. Look at the size of the tail on that thing.
2: Take it easy, Tilt, we've got you. Take it easy.
0: His name's Tilt, how dare you? Mm. The scene with the med tech was filmed on a soundstage. His actual shot was filmed on location, an episode that was recorded a couple of weeks later, edited together seamlessly. That's new, I think. Yeah. Oh, school busters.
6: Yeah, I was getting worked up, cussing at Tilk, telling him to go on. Leave me. Must have been 20 minutes before I realized he had gone, and I was sitting there talking to myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what about you? Any hallucinations?
3: Yeah, when they put me in the pot, I imagined I was being put in a coffin. I thought I was being buried alive.
0: Well, to be honest, it does rather look a bit coffin-shaped, doesn't it?
3: Rested and round to go, sir.
7: I assume Dr. Lamb got you up to speed?
3: Yes, sir.
0: you think they'd be alive a couple of days off, mm. at the very least, you know.
3: They were able to produce a serum that effectively isolated the parasite and starved it out.
6: I just hate that that cave was a dead end. We went through all that for nothing.
0: Yeah, why? That cave had to be there for a reason. So we can do a
4: crossover episode.
0: Yeah, Daniel really, really did want to go to Atlantis. I think he's making it all up. I think it's worth checking out. Carter? Oh, I wonder who that can be.
3: I see. We'll be right there. Seems to be a problem in the gate room, sir.
0: (laughs) Come on. It's not going to be a surprise, is it?
3: I never liked
8: you, and I know you can hear me. Dial the gate now. Dial the gate don't make me come in there. You stop it.
0: That's Claudia's idea to stand on the crate.
8: I'm leaving. I'm not staying somewhere where I'm not welcome. And don't even think about making me stay against my will. Wouldn't dream of it.
0: They said she used to come up with some fantastic ideas, including wearing rollerblades to run the exit. <laughs> I passed.
7: Doctor Hutchison seems to think that you have a lot of potential.
0: Huh. She's a loon. You'll fit right in. He
7: feels you can make a significant contribution here at Stargate Command. And I agree. Congratulations.
4: Daniel's trying not to just burst out laughing.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to cry. She's
8: really not. That's Daniel doing his best to I'm a little overwhelmed. <laughs> but as my first official act, I'd like to report a rather disagreeable little man.
0: The little man.
7: Mr. Wolsey's offer was part of the test. We wanted to make sure we could trust you.
8: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I knew that but were his sexual advances part of the test
2: what that's General I can assure you
8: well I would have even considered playing along but some of his requests were well a little unusual even for me
0: (laughs) (laughs) the look on his face (laughs) (laughs) that has to be unusual if Valor raises an eyebrow
8: when do I get one of these SG-1 badges
6: you don't you're not a member of SG-1 You're a probationary member of Stargate Command and will be subject to some very intense scrutiny for the next few months. Oh. Don't screw up.
0: Yes, fanfic writers, feel free to uh, dream up a story about that. Probably been done.
6: (laughs) And welcome aboard. Mm
8: -hmm. See, I still think it's cause for celebration, so I say we go out, have lunch, and I'll pay. Pay with what exactly? Well, Daniel will cover me until I get my share of the loot.
5: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <dumb. laughs> oh, yeah, from all the treasures we're going
8: bring back from our off-world travels.
0: You do get a percentage, don't you? Yeah. What
8: well, I have to wait until I'm off probation before I can start
0: collecting. You know, some of the paintings. Surely there's a kickback. <laughs> no? <laughs> Why do you do it then? To be fair, she has pretty much saved the galaxy, at least once, or at least postponed it.
4: Yeah, but compared to Sam.
0: Yeah, true. And that was Morpheus. I wouldn't say it was a brilliant episode. It probably saved a lot of money to have everything done on the science ages and the regular cast, except for Ben Ratner joining them.
4: It featured Valor.
0: There would be many people who agree with you.
4: Indeed. I mean, like, I've actually considered listening to books which are in genres significant distances away from what I'd normally read, purely because Claudia happens to be reading them.
0: Understandable. Though. If you like the way someone delivers a narrative, that adds that extra spice to it.
4: Well, actually, the thing which surprised me was your main sort of background, at least character and leading man, sort of, a, he's called the elusive man in Mass Effect 2, yeah. Martin Sheen. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, because I was just never no thought, no, maybe. Okay, I have to check. Google, Google, Google. Crap. <laughs> I suppose it pays the bills.
0: It does, yeah.
4: I mean, Malcolm McDowell was a wing commander for actual video of him.
0: Yeah, after I played the game.
4: I only ever finished the first one.
0: I think I finished them all. I mean that was as I've said before, that was that game series was most of the reason why I kept upgrading in PC.
4: <laughs> With EGA graphic, sixteen colours.
0: <laughs> Annie Makita, the director of this episode, he ended up directing twenty-nine episodes of SG1, twenty-two of Atlantis and twelve of Stargate Universe, as well as directing episodes of Sanctuary, Motive, Lost Girl and Bitten. Joseph Melosi and Paul Mully, the writing partnership. They wrote 38 episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis, and 12 of SGU, also wrote for Transport of the Series and Student Bodies, and were executive producers for 150 episodes of Stargate. Oh, yeah. At the time of uh, recording the commentary, both Joseph melosin and Mikita knew that the show had been cancelled. As they pointed out, uh, like many people, this was the first time they actually thought season 11 was going to be greenlit, because they were quite positive. Mm-hmm. As uh, we've said before in previous seasons, everybody thought, well, that's it, and they kept getting renewed. The first time they think, right, we're ready for a new season, they get cancelled. Ah. But, of course, at the time, it was still rosy, because we're going to do movies. Unfortunately, we only got the two.
4: Well, better than note.
0: Yep, better than note. The German title for this episode, In Morpheus' Arms, and the French title, In the Arms of Morpheus. I'm not going to try to pronounce it in the native language. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you.
5: What? I like the yellow
0: ones. Never mind. Only a little bit of feedback this week on Facebook, thanks to Gate Tech Alpha 6 who not only shared the show info on other Stargate pages, but also posted this comment. Big episode. Colonel Coldwell reluctantly goes after the Wraith with a damaged ship, after just being backhanded by two Hive ships. And the Orion. We lost her too. It's a pity we never see the warships at full power. You know he's right. Although we know what the drones can do, and what ancient S.H.I.E.L.D. technology is capable of, perhaps 3 to 1 odds are within the Aurora-class ships' and limits, but the Wraith prefer odds of 10 to 1, and even the Ancients had to work within physics. Still lots of opportunities to see the combat capabilities of Milky Way and Pegasus starships to come. We have a few birthdays this week. On the 12th of August, Sam Jones will be celebrating. He was the bounty hunter Aris Bok in the SG-1 episode, Dead Man Switch but come on, he will always be known as the iconic Flash Gordon, although his decent cameo in Ted probably brought a new generation of fans. Casey Dubois shares the 12th. He played the young Wex in two episodes of Atlantis, and has also been in Special Unit 2, The Dead Zone, Supernatural and Continuum. On the 14th, Ben Bass has his birthday. He played Dr. Stephen Raynard in the ST1 episode The Curse, and also appeared on Forever Night, and now stars in the Canadian cop drama Rookie Blue. Finally, on the 15th, it's the birthday of Vayateri Hershon, who played Jare and Amune on Stargate SG-1, mother of Titania with Marco Shanks. As always, we would love to hear from you about pretty much anything Gatecast and Stargate related. If you want to get in touch, then we can be found on Google Plus and Facebook, and on Twitter we are at thegatecast, which is one word. Our website is gatecast.co.uk, and our email address is gatecastpodcast@gmail.com. at and you can also listen by iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. Or add our RSS to any podcatcher you fancy. Right then, let's wrap the show up. Right then, folks. Thank you for joining us for Morpheus. Next week, we return to Atlantis for Misbegotten, Season 3, Episode 2, in which we get a bunch of former wraith soldiers who have turned human.
4: Ooh, actual Connor or uh, voice Connor?
0: Actual Connor. Ooh. Yeah. Connor will be doing Michael for the rest of his episodes now. Cool. You're that one episode where his wife can't knock out a baby every time he's on Atlantis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk Stargate forever.